Welcome back to the Fear and Beer Podcast, where we discuss all things Halloween Horror Nights, horror movies, and just a little bit of beer. I'm Nick. And I'm Seamus. Like scary movies. Uh Uh-huh. Here's Johnny. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. You miss me. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. Why? Before we get into tonight's episode, we want to remind all of those listening on Apple Podcasts to drop us a five-star review. It helps us grow as a podcast and build our audience. If you're listening on Spotify or any other platform, follow us, and don't forget to share with friends and family who might have a little bit of the strange in them as well. And while you're on those socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, be sure to find us, Fear and Beer Pod. Give us a like, share, and you can always message us. We'd love to interact with all you guys. All right. I say that every time. All right. <laughs> there we go. All right. Now we're there. It's getting towards the end of the season. Oh, and I'll say it like that. It's sad, but it's also nice. It's you almost know, Halloween. It's a little relieving. It's getting towards Halloween time. It's so hectic. Everybody knows how hectic is is it is during the season where we're constantly working, going to the event. People that work the event is just, I'm sure it's getting to the point where maybe there's a little fatigue in the air. I'm not getting there yet. I am still happy to be at the event, but my wallet is kind of at that point where it's a little fatigued from going to the event so much. It's definitely telling me to take a break here and there. So we figured today what we should do is take a look forward. Let's um, let's see what we could possibly sniff out for next year just based off of release dates, distributing companies, and stuff like that for our 2022 Halloween Horror Nights. So these are somewhat are way too early predictions we're just going to kind of come up with a couple different ips we're going to discuss the likelihood that they land at halloween horror nights and we'll see where we go from there first we got to crack into some beers this week we have i don't know if you, you haven't had this one yet have you seamus this is- i have not had this one yet i'm excited to try it because I guess I mean surprise surprise it's another pumpkin ale yeah um, but it seems like everybody does one now so it's like you have to kind of almost try one from every brewery that makes one but this one's from a pretty popular brewery I'm sure a lot of our listeners know who these guys are it's Dogfish Head I forget where they're based out of uh, does it say in the bottle I should know this I'll have to look that up but Dogfish Head Craft Brewery it's from Delaware Delaware there you Delaware, go yeah. there you go I knew it was somewhere in the northeast uh, north northeast-ish area um, but Dogfish Head like I said it's pretty well known they do they're really actually they're really well known for their IPAs and they're specifically their, their minute IPAs or what you might know as 90 minute IPA or the 75 minute IPA don't ask me why they named those the, well those that way? I'm sure there's something to do with the brewing process, so I'm not an expert, but they are well known for those. So I'm interested to try one that is right up our alley when it comes to pumpkin ale. It says it's, br- it's oh, so this is a brown ale. Okay, so this is a brown ale brewed with pumpkin with pumpkin and spices. So what that would tell me is that it's brewed with actual pumpkin, not just pumpkin mash, which again isn't really a big deal, but. There's definitely a difference in taste when it comes to brewing something with a whole pumpkin versus brewing with spiced mash. And then there's spices in it as well. I don't know about you, but the label is pretty cool. It's like a, I, I, That like was a, one of the selling points. It's like a drugged out <laughs> pumpkin, and it's called pumpkin ale, actually, not pumpkin ale. Yeah. So it's definitely worth giving it a shot. I'm going to look up some information about it. So 
Why don't you pop yours? Yeah, so we'll that see way you can get that get that nice old pop sound. Because I'm a butthead and and did it without waiting like, for the second time in a week. And you were right. The 60 minute is named 60 because there is 60 hop additions over a 60 minute boil. See, there you go. I knew it was something to do all fancy schmancy like that. Yeah. But I am interested in trying this because I mean, typically when you see a pumpkin ale, it's not a brown ale with pumpkin in it. It's usually like. Um, like more of just like a standard, I don't want to, not a pilsner, but like a standard lager with pumpkin in it, or, you know, more of like a fruit beer or a yam beer is what they call it. Um, this one looks like it's more of a traditional brown ale, but brewed with pumpkin in the mash, which is really interesting. Um, it's the first time I've had one that's specifically labeled a brown ale. So, I mean, brown ale with pumpkin in it, but smells like a brown ale with pumpkin in it. Oh, that smells really good. Smells good though. Very dark, yeah, yeah, and it smells again. It smells like so. It, it, I'm sure because it's a brown. I'm sure there's a, a, like there's a, a helping of malt in it too. So that might add a little bit of a different, a little bit of a different experience than you're used to with a typical yam beer, which is typically just a, like I said, an ale brewed as normal, but with with pumpkin thrown in. I don't know. Let's dive in on this one. Let's see what it tastes like. If I can actually pull this up on Untapped, I'll give you what the Untapped says. Ooh, let's see here. What do you think? I like this a lot. It doesn't have that cinnamon that we're used to. Right. It's definitely that smooth pumpkin-y taste. I mean, I know it's... Like, yeah, no shit. It's pumpkin beer. Um, it's weird. It's different, though. It's nice and... It's, Ooh, I like it's that. It's very, very cold, so it's nice and refreshing, which is nice. I like that. I like that a lot. So, from what... From it's what, not over-sugary. It's yeah. not overpowered. It's more of that pumpkin... Like not, it, it tastes like it wouldn't be that pumpkin. It doesn't taste like pumpkin flavoring. Pie. Yeah, I think that's, no, what, I think that's yeah. what you're going for because like you know, a lot of problem problems with a lot of the. Well, I don't want to put it that way because I love pumpkin beer regardless. But it's not a problem. But the thing about typical pumpkin beers is that it is more akin to drinking a pumpkin pie. Yeah, like it's got that sweetness to it, that like pie aspect to it. This is more like. Sam Adams does one actually. I forget what they call it, but it's like a pumpkin Sam beer, and it's more along these lines where it tastes more like a like an actual pumpkin. Yeah, if it doesn't make a lot of sense, I'm sure to people, but it just think of it this way: like when you eat a pumpkin pie, you have that sweet, savory aspect to that, whereas this is definitely more of a drier brown ale. There's still some sweetness to it because it's brewed with uh, brown sugar. And spices, but with the pumpkin thrown in, it definitely gives you more of a an earthy yep. pumpkin flavor, which is pretty good. According to Untapped, it says it's a full-bodied brown ale with smooth hints of pumpkin and brown sugar, and they brew it with pumpkin. Ale, they brew their pumpkin ale, or pumpkin ale as they call it, with pumpkin meat, brown sugar, and spices. So yeah, it's definitely more. I mean, you can definitely tell that it's a brown ale, um, but there's definitely that level of pumpkin in it that that, that actually is pretty. Pretty good, pretty good. Like I'm not gonna lie, like I was a little surprised with how much I initially liked it, mm-hmm. and not to say that it's bad. It's just like for me, I, I, when it comes to pumpkin beers, I typically like the more the like the the sweeter pumpkin-y pie fla- yeah. <laughs> flavor yeah. profile. Yeah, definitely this one, in there as well. Where this one is, like, I was surprised by how. But how it's well still like it. ref- it's weird. But it's that good. It's not. It's not one of those yet. It's still very refreshing. Yeah, no, it's good. Mm. All right, so let's dive in. <clears throat> Before we go into what the actual IPs of these, you know, potential 2022 HHN 31 properties could be, 
Well, I did want to take a look back to just see a little bit for those post-anniversary events. And those post-anniversary events are pretty well received, I'd say. So if you look back to, we had HHN 20, and then 21 the next year was that first year that we got Lady Luck. So a new icon running the event. So I was like, all right, we'll just look back a little bit more. And then we got 25 going to 26. We have Chance, who at the time at 26 wasn't a new character. But this was the first time that... She got center stage. She got, yeah, she got the whole show. So now my next question is, going from 30 to 31, do we think that we will have somebody overseeing the entire event? Is there an icon? Is it a new icon? Based on the last, from the last 10 years, the last two anniversary events we have, it points that way. From my perspective, I think that the coincidence is too good not to be true. I don't know if we're going to get like, like you said, like someone overseeing the whole event, but I do think we might get a new icon mm-hmm. altogether. Like you got with Lady Luck back in 21. So 10 years later, 30 was the big anniversary. 31 might be the year to introduce somebody new. I think you and I both agree that we've already seen this person this year. Um, I don't know about you, but I, I I'm assuming you, you think yep. along the same lines. I do. I think so. But I think pumpkin Lord may be, the new quote unquote icon going forward. He may not be announced that this year at the end of the event, but by next year we'll we'll come to find out that hey, you know, we've got a new, you know, person or thing joining the ranks of the icons and that's Pumpkin Lord. Yeah, and I think I mean the the idea of that house too is Pumpkin Lord in the house is being born. You know, through the whole storyline we talked about it on our past Unmasking the Horror Tour where the story of the the house was told to us these two witches were growing the pumpkin lord. So we don't get the pumpkin lord until that end scene. And now, where does he go from here? Because that house with the storyline ends with just him starting to reign. So do we see him take over the event storyline-wise? Yeah. I, I yep. think it would make sense. I, I think, obviously, with it being probably the most well-received house of the year is is going to give them pretty much that yeah i think justification we kind of knew going into it even opening night that this is probably going to end up being house of the year i still feel pretty good about that prediction um and i think you make a good point with the whole story kind of really being the beginning of his like legend like how was he created and you don't really get to see him till the very end it's a big build up to it i don't think you just leave it at that i think you do have to kind of maybe do more with him and not just a continuation down the road, not like a Pumpkin Lord two yep. in five years. I really do think that he's a, he's a character that could resonate um, going forward as more of an icon. Yeah. So yeah, I do. I do think that I I think that's definitely going to happen. If it's not Pumpkin Lord and it's still an icon, I'll, I mean, I'll be surprised. Um, but I'd be le- I'd be more surprised if it's a new icon and it's not Pumpkin Lord than I would be if there wasn't a new icon at all together. Yeah, I I would love to see Pumpkin Lord kind of join the ranks so to speak, I think is deserving, I think at this point. And what what it would happen, what like what it would come out of it, what I think is, you know, I feel like 29 was very, like, 80s heavy. You know, this one is kind of a anniversary year, so it's hard to, like, lock down, like, an overall style onto it besides anniversary. But I think they're going to continue with the, the overarching style. And whether they fully tie the houses in or not, I think that they're going to have a very 
just if they do a pumpkin lawn like a heavy Halloween like feel. They you know, the pumpkins, the witches, goblins, bats, black cats, ghosts, so yep. stuff like that, like classic vintage horror. That would be awesome. If they did like a vintage style Halloween Halloween Horror Nights event and have that being like that overarching theme over the entire thing that kind of encompasses all the houses and and scare zones and you know the overall arcing storyline or whatever isn't something that is, is like completely necessary and it doesn't really have that huge of an impact on the overall scheme of things but I think it's just fun to tie it together. I loved 29 and I loved that 80s style theme and you know that would be cool if we get that again and but that classic Halloween feel I think that they got a taste of the success with how yeah. well Pumpkin is being received, and I think that's something that could easily and probably should be continued. And you know, maybe maybe it's maybe you're stretching a little bit too thin. I'm not sure, but no, I, I mean, because I worth, think you could. I think I mean, it's worth it. And, I, and this is a whole other discussion for an entirely different podcast. But I, I do think that there is stuff. I think there's more to it than what it seems like at first thought. Like, so you're right. I think it initially comes across as, well, it's kind of a thin idea, really thin theme. Like, how do we build this out to make a ten house event and that sort of thing? But mm-hmm. you can tie in a lot of '80s and '90s IP to fit that that theming. We yep. might finally still get a Halloween three house, which <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, make that happen. But that would fit the theme of. Like, like 80s, 90s Halloween, yeah. masks. There's a pumpkin mask involved. I mean, think of all the merch they could sell if they got licensing for the, oh, mer- I mean, the masks. Can you imagine? But, I mean, there's so many things you can do with that. With that, I mean, bring back trick-or-treat as a house. Yep. That's a fan favorite. People will be clamoring for that. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things you can do with it. So I would be surprised if, like I guess I had before, if we don't get a new icon at all. But I'd be more surprised if we do get an icon and it isn't it isn't Pumpkin Lloyd. Yeah, if I, if I had to rank, like... The probabilities, like of the three options, three being the least likely, I think the least likely is having a icon besides Pumpkin Lord become a new one. You know, likely would probably be just a normal event, no icon, and then one would probably be Pumpkin Lord being that icon if there were to be one. I don't know if that made sense or not. Probably not. Okay, either way, let's dive into some possible IPs. First up, let's just start with some of these heavy hitters. People have been talking about this house all over, and it's based off of nothing but previous year's connections and popularity. And that would be Fear Street. The RL, or is it RL Stein? It's it, R.L. Stein. It is. Goosebumps, yeah. Yeah, well, so the the Fear Street were a series of books that he wrote that were geared more, more towards advanced. like older teens, like teenagers, mm-hmm. high schoolers. Goosebumps obviously was more for a kid's audience. So Fear Street's definitely... But but from what I was reading, because I didn't ever read Fear Street, is that it, the, the, the movies are loosely based on it. Yeah. And they're not like straight adaptations or anything like that. Um, not that they're bad, but it's just they're not exactly like not unlike like what was that other one that came out last year, the year before that you guys went and saw that I didn't actually see the you were big onto it. The they were based on storybooks. Um, uh, scary stories, scary stories on the dark. So those are more of like a tradition. Like that was more of like a 
not a shot for shot or like a scene for scene like adaptation, but it was closer to the source material. From what I was reading, I don't believe the Fear Street movies. And don't, I mean, again, I could be wrong, so feel free to tear me apart. But I don't believe that they're like a straight adaptation to the books. But being that they're Netflix, technically a Netflix property, right? And like Netflix. Owns, yeah, I mean, it went through them. Um, I mean, it was this distributed is, through a Netflix. Anyways. Yeah, it, it released on Netflix. And the amazing thing about these movies is that they they're full movies, and they were released Correct. one week after another. So I mean, three three movies worth is is a lot of. I mean, that's that's crazy. I mean, I didn't even hear about this stuff in production, and then for them to be like, oh, by the way, here's a trilogy of yeah. movies one week after the other is just insane, and it's all one story. Yeah. Line. So they obviously were filming it either prior to. Uh, COVID um, yeah. or like they just happened to do it in between last year and this in, in the beginning of this year and obviously it was all filmed and edited and created like at the same time so they could just pump them out one after the yep. other after the other because Netflix is kind of like not to get into a, a streaming discussion but they've kind of like pushed that distribution model and have kind of made it yep. mainstream like mm. look at the movies nowadays like are they coming out in theaters at the same time you can you can watch it on HBO Max you can watch it on Peacock yep. At the same time as they're in a the theater, so Netflix kind of like really pushed that binging, give me it immediately, feed it right into my brain, yeah, um, distribution model. So it definitely has worked out for them, and it seeming it seems like Universal and HHN have kind of developed a working relationship with Netflix too. Yeah, and it seems like a good one too. We got good impressions from you know. There's going back to the unmasking the horror tour. When we toured the Haunting of Hill House, obviously you can't take pictures in a lot of these rooms, but they allowed you to still go through the houses, which other companies, you know, or properties, I Beetlejuice, they were not even allowed to do the private tours through there. So they seem to have more of an open line of communication. And and we had asked them, you know, on the event, who dictates, you know, the maze style in regards to the the IP, is it is it Netflix saying you need this this this, or is it you guys just kind of creating something? They said no, they they kind of let us do our thing and then they approve it. So it seems like they have a very good working relationship. And we go from they have Haunting a Hill House, and we had Stranger Things two and three, and then we had Stranger Things one. So this you know there's three years in a row. There's a pattern there clearly. So I mean, for me it would make sense. I mean I I could see Fear Street being there. And then who knows? Maybe that opens the door down the line for some of our goosebumps because we talked about that in a couple episodes from a while, while back. But I think if they do this, it will be all three of the movies just as one house. You're not going to get three individual houses, you know, individually devoted to Fear Street. Fear Street would strictly be that one house. And I think what we should do for these is we should kind of gauge them as not likely, likely, or very likely. I think that's a good yeah kind of little thing right there. And then for for Fear Street, I'm just going to start it off and say I think this is very likely, and I'm I'm solely basing it off of just the past, the last three years we've had a Netflix property. It doesn't seem like that connection is going anywhere. It's a strong connection because every single year those houses are consistently, you know, the heavy hitters when it comes to wait times. I would assume that they have a good relationship because it continues. So I I think it's very likely that we see Fear Street coming for HHN 31. Yeah, I'm not, I don't know, for like, from my perspective, I'm not ready to say that it's very likely. I'll say it's likely. 
I'm not also ready to say that it's definitely not going to happen. I think yeah. it's kind of a hype thing where a lot of people are thinking, like they're saying, because it's obviously recent. It's on Netflix. It's obviously about horror in general and is very Halloween-ish. But I'm also not ready to jump on on board completely and say that it's definitely, definitely going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's other properties on Netflix that they might look at as well. Um, and who knows? We might get... You know, a Bly Manor too, for all we know. So yeah. I'm sure we'll get to these other properties, but I'm for this one, I'm not ready to completely say very likely, but eh, we'll give it a good, a mid, maybe. Yeah, so let's go. We'll, we'll go down the line of the little Netflix properties that we're, we're kind of thinking. And, and the reasoning for me, again, on Fear Street is also with the three different movies, they're three kind of completely different sets. You have that first one, which is like very 90s base, which you could kind of dive into that classic slasher area. Correct. And yeah. then you have that second one, which was more of that 80s, like campy slasher, which is a fan favorite. And then the last one was like the 1600s, mm-hmm. you know, witch style areas. And, and you could build almost in reverse. Um, you would probably start the 1600s, go to the 1800s, go there. But the killers are all very different. All the little, you know, little murdery people all have their own little costumes and stuff like that. So it's, I think it's a good property that they could choose to, it's a good property that could really stand out. Besides, there's some other properties that we'll talk about that I just don't really see how it could be successful. I could be wrong, but I think this one is is very distinguished enough that it could stand out. So let's go into the other Netflix properties. You mentioned Bly Manor. You want to talk on Bly a little bit? Um, Yeah, I mean, I didn't like it. Yeah, (laughs) that's why I wanted to hear Um, it. No, I don't want to sound crass or or I don't want to sound dismissive. I'm not as big a fan of Blind Manor as I was Hill House, and I don't believe I'm alone in that. Um, I know some people really did enjoy it. I just have issues with that with that season, um, and it's really neither here nor there. Could it become a house? I'm most definitely, I think, more on board with this than Fear Street, just because not only do they have the relationship with Netflix, but they also have already done now Hill House, so if they were going to go back to that well immediately, I think they would probably do the second season of that same show, just like they did, you know, Stranger, Stranger Things, Things two years in a row. Um, so that would be my initial thought. I mean, again, I don't want to really go into the details of the show. Everybody has probably seen it already, um, but it could give you. They could do a lot of the same things they've already done this year with Hill House. I mean, the facade could be this the Bly Manor facade. Um, there's some icon. There are some pretty iconic characters in this one. Um, there's definitely some unique things they can do with this one. And I honestly think, even though I don't like this show as much, there might be more they can do with Bly Manor as a house than they could have with Hill House. Not to say anything bad about Hill House, the house, because it was good. But I think that we had said it before that I think it lacked a little bit in the sense that they don't really have a whole lot to go off of because a lot of that show was ethereal scares out of you know the corner of your eye scares um but they did do a good enough job reliving or rebuilding set pieces from the show so that's my thought on blind manor i know you have a little bit of a different opinion on the show i don't know if you liked it as more than i did yeah um no i don't think so i'm in the same boat i i was not a huge fan of this season the story was just not there for me i don't think there's as much iconic stuff and for me i'll just i'll just come out and say that i think this is probably not likely just based on the fact that it's tough because stranger things one 
and then Stranger Things 2 and 3 happened, but the houses were very different. You know, the second one obviously was received a little bit less like less favorable than the first one. However, I just think that these two would be too similar because again, it's just based on two haunted houses yeah. with characters that are just normal people, and you know, I just I don't want to hear some little girl say "perfectly splendid" thirty-seven times going <laughs> through the fucking house. So I, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't a fan of this one. Uh, the storyline was fine. It was that little girl was annoying as all hell. I just I I don't think that we would see this one, but they've done repeats back to back in the past with Stranger Things. Haunting a Hill House is very successful. Maybe this was part of the deal that they signed, like a two year thing, just to put more emphasis on those properties. But it just seems a little bit too far out at this point too. At come next year. Bly Manor will have been out, what, two years? And it I don't think it was as successful as Haunting of Hill House. You didn't have, you didn't have as much people talking about it as Hill House. So I, I'm just going to say that that's, that's least like, or not likely for me. Um, some other Netflix stuff, though. We just mentioned it, so let's just keep going along. Let's just keep we going down stuff. the list. Is Stranger Things 4? No. No? Not <laughs> happening? Well, I mean, I'll let you talk about it, but then I'll give you my opinion. Well... So I don't know what else, what much to talk about with this one. Um, it's not out, obviously. It comes out in 2022. I'm not sure exactly when. There's really no date. I think it was last February on February 14th on Valentine's Day. They dropped like a little teaser that's going to involve some Russian stuff. I don't know. I'll probably still. I'm still going to watch it for sure. Um, oh, I'll definitely watch it. Don't get me wrong. I'll watch it. I'll like it. They did drop hashtag Barb's alive. Yeah, they did drop like another little teaser recently that I I watched, but I. I already forget what it's about. I don't think we're going to see Stranger Things back again. I don't think so either. If we do, it would be the year after that season aired or something like that. Because I think when they did the second time, they did two and three together. And it was before three really came out. So they just kind of smashed bits and pieces from two and three in. And that's what really hurt that house, I think. Because it just wasn't, there was real no cohesiveness to it. And you think back to Stranger Things 1 and how iconic those images were. You know, the mind flare, the house with all the lights strung up on the... Like, yeah, and that's the thing. You're is not going like, to re-get 11 with their little pink gown. Like, right. With 2 and 3, they're, they've been fine. They've been fun to watch because of how well Season 1 was set up. But it, it, I just don't think that it's been as iconic. No, and I think you look at it this way. The first season... Not only did you have, like you said, good set pieces, good scenes, but you had a good monster, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Demogorgon was a really, really in- innovative, awesome, creative-looking monster. In the second, third season, you really didn't have... I mean, yeah, you had the Mind Flayer, but like other than that, what did you have? It was a bunch of people going against the Russian government. And again, the story is really fun. The characters are awesome to watch. I love the characters. Steve is my favorite. Um, go Steve. But... <laughs> um, you're right. Like second, the second and the third seasons, they didn't have as much iconic, like big, huge set pieces outside of the mall. The mall part, at the end of season three. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I I don't think it's gonna happen only because I think there's just some fatigue setting in with yeah. some of the Netflix stuff. Some of the stuff that's at least the ongoing Netflix stuff. Um. So if if they're gonna do a Netflix house again, I really do think it's gonna be something either new. Or something that they haven't necessarily 
thought of yet. I don't think I don't think Stranger Things is gonna. Ha- this is honestly a not likely at all. For yeah, me. I, I'm I'm with you as well as not likely. So keep the Netflix train rolling. We mentioned new things. There's two new things out there in the world of Netflix that has taken yes. everyone by storm. And at least one of them I have not watched yet. <laughs> <laughs> so which one have you watched? Actually, you know what? I don't think I've watched either of them. No, okay. I've only if it's watched two that one. I'm thinking of. I've only watched one, and they are probably the ones you are thinking of. So let's talk quickly on midnight mass yes i have not watched this yet but i've heard amazing things okay i've uh, heard mike good flanagan, stuff as well mike flanagan's the one that directed it same same as hell so, house hell house he also did um oculus ouija um absent absentia mm-hmm. um so there's a number of things that he's done um so i'm super excited to watch it i just haven't had a time to sit down and actually watch it yet because i'm you know kids and everything it's hard to find time to watch scary horror horror stuff yeah without... late night yeah so yeah i have not sat down and watched it again i've had it suggested um so i i mean just based on i i really feel like i can't comment on this i can't comment on on the on this one on the show yet but as it, far as like how likely it'll happen mm-hmm. i don't want to say it's not going to happen well, that's the tough part too. Whereas, like, I have no idea. I haven't like, seen knows? this. I, I I don't know what it looks like. Is it? Could it possibly work as a house? I mean, sometimes we've used ideas that couldn't work as houses, and they work as great houses. So I can't really think. I'll, I'll just say not likely, just because I haven't seen it yet. So I can't really. I don't have yeah. an idea to get behind. I think it's it's partially going to come from how how popular it is, how much buzz it gets. Because um, obviously they're already planning the second, the new event for the for next year. So like, yep. they're in the process of of developing ideas for it. So it, chances are, because of that, it's probably less likely to happen because yep. it's such a new show. Um, my guess is they've already got if for all the IP stuff, they've already got ideas or or things in place. Yeah, and that's houses, my, so. Yeah, that's my thing too. Is I think, I think they plan so far out that. Midnight Mass and the one we'll talk about next are just too new that they're not going to last minute scramble. If they want to use it, they can use it the following year. Correct. Right. So let's get into that other one. Squid Game. Squid uh, Games. Squid Games. Never seen this either, but I've heard... I crushed this series in like a day. I, I've heard differing opinions on this. It is very addicting. It is very good. I've heard it, it's weird as shit. It's weird. It is not scary. It's not a horror by any means so i don't know why this keeps getting brought up so often because they're like people like oh it'd make a great scare zone it'd make a great house blah 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 it's like but isn't it like a game show but like they're they're playing like children's games uh, and they're getting murdered pretty much if you like lose yeah so the winners get a giant bank of money i've heard it compared to like it's like a Hunger Games from korea yeah like a korean hunger games slash saw slash hostile slash it's it's definitely less um, so, I mean, there's gore, but it's not like they're, like, sawing people up and, like, chaining them. Like, these are games that are, are very winnable. It's, you know, they were playing in one of the games was um, Red Light, Green Light. Yeah. The children's game, you know, they say green light and you run. They say red light if and they turn around and look. If they see you moving, you stop. If they see you moving, you get shot. So it's like, and it's all voluntary, too. These people all signed multiple waivers saying, like, they want to play games to win money. So it's like that. It's an in-between thing. It's definitely not hostage. Yeah, I haven't worked. I haven't watched it yet. I've kind of been, like, putting it off because I'm not. It's 
And that's, it's funny enough, I heard about this through my 13-year-old, who apparently <laughs> all of her friends watched this. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, it sounds weird. I mean, no offense to everybody that likes this. Like, I don't, I'm not trying to say, I'm trying to down talk everything you like, but not something that sounds like that I'd be too into. I'll probably give it a shot. It is really, I got very hooked into this. I mean, you got um, me And sucked, I wasn't sure. Yeah, I mean, you got me sucked into that other one. So that one. Oh, which one was that? That, that was... one with the guy in, oh my God. Oh, clickbait. 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 Which I was kind of like, hesitant to watch that too but then i watched yeah. the first episode and you're right like it's like it's so in. out of there uh, so out of this like it's so out there yeah of a premise that it just kind of sucks you in so yeah I'm, I'm definitely probably going to give it a chance at some point but they just released season three of, of you so i'm going to get sucked into that probably uh, yes i already finished it they, of course you did <laughs> <laughs> i have not even started it yet i but. watched i watched it during two different sittings um but yeah so squid game I think not likely. You know, I think that it's... I mean, the costuming is kind of similar to Seek and Destroy. I mean, yeah. it's, it's kind of what it is. It's, you know, these people are wearing these jumpsuits with, like... Yeah, I guess their costume is, like, cool with, like, the little face masky thing with, like, a, a triangle or a circle. They, they look like PlayStation buttons. But, like, <laughs> it's... It's a good way to put it. It looks like Seek and Destroy. So I don't really know what more you'd want. There's really no, like... You know, obviously there's a, a villain. There's like, you know, obviously you have a protagonist, antagonist, but it's not like a, a villainous, monstery thing. Like, sure, like some of the set design is cool, but like, again, it's not, it's not scary. It wouldn't make for a good house. A lot of the pieces that you would want to put in that house are just too goddamn big to fit into a house. It's just, I, I don't see Squid Game working at a Horror Nights event. Regardless. Yeah, I and know. I think people tied the connection because it's popular and it's because it's on Netflix. Oh, well, I think that, that's, those aren't two well, things. And that's the thing. I think I think that's going to happen with a lot of stuff that comes out on Netflix now. Is that because there's an there's a working relationship and everybody just they get sucked into something that happens to be popular. That oh well, this means it's going to be a house at at, at HHN. It's not necessarily a guarantee. Who knows what the rights issue would be to try to pull in? Because even though Netflix is distributing it it's a korean show so who knows what it would take to get it yeah um i mean it's got really good reviews i mean it's sitting at 92 percent of rotten tomatoes right now it is it is very good and i'm not i like popularity so you never know i mean this might be one of those where it's like maybe they bend the rules yeah or it just surprises us where it's like you know we don't expect it to be but then hey magically it turns out that it is i mean i I, like i said i i love the series so if it's there then like i'd be very curious what they can do with it and i will Obviously, I'll be happy to see it. I'm gonna have to give it a shot. However, I'll have, to, I'll have to find some time to sit down and watch it. Talking about all these past, like these past four things that we just did, I'm still on the boat with Fear Street being my number one pick. For, yeah, out of everything we've talked about so far, Fear Street is the one that I think is most likely. Yeah, um, just because it was popular, it's at the right timeline. It came out at the right time. Yeah, they, sh- they would have already had everything to start working on it now. Um, so if, if there's any property currently on Netflix that was going to be a house, it'd be that one. Yep. I'm still not convinced that it's going to be, but out of everything else we've talked about, I think it's probably the most likely. All right. So let's get off of that Netflix bandwagon. But one more thing I will mention about Netflix, I guess, supposedly, which I just found out. There's a new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie coming out straight to Netflix. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. No. It comes out twenty. It comes out huh. 2022. And it's supposed to kind of just be doing what Halloween is doing. Is it's a direct sequel to the original, 
but like forgoing everything that all said has happened in between. There was some licensing thing where. Well, I mean, it's. I don't know. Probably better that they do that than, than the Leatherface. But stuff. I mean, it's one of those deals now where it's like. So there was like technically three sequels, then a remake, and then a prequel to the remake. Yeah, and now there's like a. And then a it was sequel. Texas 3D or something yeah. like that. Yeah, so it's a lot of weirdness. So not our favorite slasher series. We've already kind of gone yeah. over that. So, <laughs> Nick, Nick doesn't need to revisit how much he doesn't like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'm just gonna. I mean, we're not even voting on it, but I'm gonna vote not likely. No, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> they just did Texas this year. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna happen again. All right, let's get into some other connections. The Jordan Peele connection. Technically, the Universal connection a little Universal, bit too, right? Because yeah. I mean, he's. I don't know if he's signed with Universal, but a lot of his movies that have come out recently are distributed or produced by Universal or whatever you want to call it, but they're the studio that has done a number of them. Yes, because, so, let's go Candyman. And they've already done Us, right? So They did Us as a house. You know, Get Candyman, Out is, like, not... I don't think Get Out is a good I don't house. Think, yeah, I don't know if Get Out would I mean, I wouldn't it. think Us would be a good house either, but I really liked yeah, but, it. But I think well, Get Out's a little bit further so, away. And I, I don't want to make this a discussion, but Us fits better as a house. Just um, the premise yeah, is, makes I would more sense think so, yeah. of a house than, than I than Get Out. Get Out was a much better movie. But there's not much for But a there's house. not a whole lot you can do with that. Because, I mean, half of your audience isn't really going to understand you know what I mean? Like it's a tough thing. It's a hard. Yeah. It's a hard movie to really like to to convert to like an, an ex- interactive experience. Psychological horror, psychological thrillers. It's tough to yeah translate. Well, not to even imagery. just that. Like social horror. Is hard yeah, enough. yeah. It's tough. It's tough to translate that. To translate screen. that to that. Yeah. So, but Candyman was a, another recent movie. Obviously, a reimagining slash sequel slash yes. So remake. Candyman's like I think technically a sequel to the first. But it's definitely also a reimagining of the story, I think, to a point. We get to see the old Cabrini Green still there. Yeah, so I it's, think it's, it's definitely all, it's that. all it's definitely a continuation of the original story. Yep. The way this movie was shot and the unique animated segments, I think, really is going to um, lo- lean it. Trying to think of the right term here. It's definitely going to lend itself to a house. There's so much you can do. Mm-hmm. Just on this movie alone, I mean, you could take a corner and be in that long stretch of Cabrini Green, mm-hmm. you know, rundown yep. housing. Cabrini Green. I mean, could, I mean, the Cabrini the Green Museum. itself. Yeah, the art. The art. I was just gonna say the art exhibit. Um, there's a whole number of things you can do just from this one movie. Um, and being that it's not only Jordan Peele, it is a Universal movie, so it makes sense. To, they don't have to jump through hoops to get the the rights to it. So the only one part. That I kind of picked up when we were in the Haunting of Hill House. It seemed like when we were talking with one of the guys, the impression I got was that Jordan Peele was another one of those people. Like, nobody walked through his, like, they didn't do tours of his house. And that was very disappointing for a lot of people because us was a very, it was a fun house. It seemed like the impression was that it was less than, I don't want to say desirable, but. Netflix seems to be an easier person to work with, whereas Jordan Peele may have been a little bit more difficult. I don't know if that's going to strain any relationships. I think that this year in 2022, the HHN 31 will be a like a, a testament to see if we get if we get another Jordan Peele movie, then like 
the connection is still there. If it's not, then maybe that's not something we're going to continue seeing. But I think because Candyman is so iconic and because it could very work, like work as a house very well, I will say likely. I'm not, I don't think I'm willing to go as very likely like I did for Fear Street because the, you know, the pattern was three years in a row. And now it's, we had a Jordan Peele movie last year or two years ago at this point. So it's just not as connected. But because of how iconic of a slasher Candyman is, say there was an overarching Halloween-style theme, Candyman fits right in. Yeah, I I think maybe I'm more positive about that, that it would happen, I think, than you are. But mm-hmm. I think it's only because I, I look at it more of a how easy is it to get the rights to it? Can it's, we sell yeah. merch? And is he, an, is he an iconic character? And you know, Although he's not as iconic as a lot of the other iconic horror characters of the last 30 years but i think Candyman is definitely up there um and i don't know i mean i i would happen to believe that maybe the relationship isn't that bad i just think that because directors are very protective of their of their movies studios are very protective of their movies so maybe you know it's just that things need to be a little need to be handled a little bit more so with kid gloves than if you were to just do all their you know, HHN specific stuff. And I think being that's a universal movie, universal could just be like, it's our property. Like <laughs> we own it. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll, who knows? I, I, th- I definitely think I'm not ready to say that it's definitely going to happen, but I am more likely than not likely on this one. So you're going, you're going very likely. Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping on that Jordan Peele train, there is another movie coming out. That's more Jordan Peele original. And it is called Nope. And Seamus, do I know anything about this movie? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Jordan Peele released a. I don't know what it is with this guy, but like it seems like when he releases just like a poster, and I'm like, oh, that looks cool. I have no idea what this movie is about. I don't know if you've seen the poster or not. I'm gonna show it to you now, but it's it's literally just a cloud with like a, a kite thing coming out of it. It looks very stormy. It looks like a small town in a valley. It's very bluish, and the title is just nope. Well, I mean, Daniel Kaluuya, I don't know how to say his last name, Daniel Kaluuya and Steven Yun are both in it. So, I mean, we definitely can get some solid acting. Yeah. Um, and it does say at the very bottom, If you, I don't know if you noticed it, but it says select scenes filmed with IMAX cameras. Yeah. So this is going to be a movie that obviously you're going to want to see this in... IMAX or Dolby, whatever one you have closest to. Um, who knows? I, as far as the house is concerned, I mean, this movie's not coming out until next year, right? The uh, comes out 2022, so it, I, mean, I don't know when. It could come out the summer before Horror Nights, which, if it's something, it, it's again, it's a universal property, so, like, they know what this is. They've seen it. I'm sure it's shot. Um, this comes out 7-22-22. So this comes out, what, July 22nd? to a month and a half before Horror Nights kicks off. If they have a lot of faith in this and they think it's going to be successful, I mean, who knows? I I, I feel like maybe they don't make... Probably the people that do the Halloween Horror Nights connections are probably not talking with the executives of Universal Production. So they can't say, hey, this movie is going to be a winner, but maybe. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm not ready to say it's not going to happen. Yeah. I'm also not ready to say that it's definitely going to happen. Yeah, for um, this, I, I mean, I won't say, I'm not even going to say likely. I'll say not likely. 
Yeah, I'm going to say not like they um, do, but... It could. It very well could happen. I mean, if somebody upstairs in the Universal area has seen this movie, they know it's going to be great, and they want to use all of their dis- like means of disposal to push this movie, and they know that Universal Horror Nights is a very big event to push this, this stuff. I mean, it comes out in July. The event starts in September. If it has a very nice like image style that they can create... It, it would make sense. It looks like everything lines up perfectly for it, but the fact that I don't know, even know what the movie's about, well, it's, a, it's a little bit harder that, to That, and they'd have to already be building stuff for it, so like mm-hmm. you said, they'd have to have known exactly what's going to be in the movie, and yeah. my guess, if it's not coming out till next summer, it isn't final cut yet or anything like that, yeah. so it's definitely... Could we see this the following HHN? Maybe. But I'm yeah. not ready to say we're doing our early, early, early. <laughs> yeah, all right. Our, our way, way too early. But yeah, so nope. I'll put that in the category of not likely. But it looks fun, so keep an eye out for that. Oh, boy. Where do we go from here? Let's go to stuff that's kind of in the park right now. Crypt TV. We think Crypt TV is going to get a house and get that little that upgrade. I think Much so. like... Killer Clowns goes from a scare zone to a house. Worked out well. Trick or treat. Scare zone to a house. Worked out well. You know, you had the harvest style scare zones. Pretty much wicked growth. Worked out pretty well. So there is a pattern of successful scare zones going on to being successful houses. It seems like you no, know, they got a pretty not great area for the scare zone because it's it's always bottlenecked. And not only is it typically bottlenecked, but it seems like that is the scare zone where most people want to stop and take pictures and look around and like spend time in. But unfortunately, because of the crowd, they just can't do that there. So we th- we gonna get these characters again in a house? I th- mm. I want to immediately like initially say yes, but I can't say yes. I still think this is a not likely for a house. Do I think we might get him back as a scare zone in some capacity? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm not entirely ready to say that this is definitely going to be a house next year. Um, I don't believe there's enough material, even with all the, the shorts and stuff on Facebook, to really warrant a house. Um, and like you said, I, ju- I just... I don't think the scare zone was was executed as well as it could have been. No, it's definitely very. It's tough because it's just like little stage area, little stage area, little stage area, um, and there's definitely no storyline. It's very montage style. It's very just kind of look here, look here, look here. There you go. But I think I'm going to put this into my very likely category. Really. I think this would be a great way to bring these characters back. I think the Luxie is is doing extremely well and he's over in popularity. I think the little Krampusy Christmas guy and I still I know shame on me I have still yet to actually watch these series. <laughs> but the Birch, like the little Birch character Birch is, is very cool. successful. Yep. And this year they have shown their love for houses with people on stilts. With <laughs> you have the tall man from Haunting Hill, you have Fear in the icon house that's that's going to be something that we're going to see again and i think this lines up perfectly to have him up on you know the stilts and get like that mega birch character but i think continuing this this relationship with crypt tv would be successful as well because you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket you want to 
give everything to you know to Netflix and stuff like that. If you can make connections with Netflix, and then you have Jordan Peele over here, and then you have like a music artist here, and then you got Crypt TV over here. If somebody's not available or doesn't have a property that they want you to use for one year, you can bounce to the other one and and fill that void. And I think you know just based off of how Crypt TV is doing so far this year, I would not be surprised at all. And I think that I have one more on my list that I'm going to put into the very likely category, and that's kind of where I want to be. I want to I want to feel like I got three that I think are going to happen, <laughs> um, and and this is going to be my second one. So I, I'm going to put Crypt TV as very likely as returning as to a house, and just I mean just from walking through the scare zone, like I'd love to walk through the bathroom. Where the look see is decapitated. 100%. I think that this would actually, and this is, I think, maybe my point is it would work better as a house. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if there's enough yet to do that. Yeah. That's my only thing. Yeah. And like I said, you've seen the series more than I have. So you could probably comment better on that. But I, even if they use like all of those same properties and just do a room for each one of those properties, like, step into the world of crypt tv or something like along those lines i think that would be pretty well We'll see i mean i think it's i mean my point is or at least my opinion is that it's going to require a a better funded more mainstream like netflix special or show based Mm -hmm. around a crypt tv character before hhn takes the the time to actually like put the investment invest in a house for it yeah i really do think that crypt tv as a scare zone was kind of like a fill-in this year yeah kind of it fell it felt something it just it just felt like it was quickly thrown together yeah and that's not to say that it's not done well i mean they do a great job but i just feel like it was like hey we need something for this area what are we gonna do oh let's talk to uh blum and and roth and see if we can get the crypt tv stuff Okay, good. Let's do that. That's my opinion. Again, I could be completely wrong or off base, and I might be, but that's just how I feel about that one. So, speaking of Crypt TV, how about some Tales from the Crypt? Oh, I didn't even think of that. Hmm. We were there was rumors about that this year. I there believe. was, and then I didn't even. And this wasn't even on my list until you mentioned that this was probably like a last minute fillery thing. And I remember that this was supposed to be there. I know there was rumors at some point that Hollywood was getting it. There was, you know, stuff that was seen and then taken down. So is this? And there was also a creep show too. On the, oh, on the creep spec show. Map too, creep show is. Uh, sorry, wasn't tales from the crypt. Creep show is what oh. I was thinking of. <laughs> well, right, well, creep show. Way off. Sorry, crypt. I was talking crypt TV. And I then... mean, tales from the crypt. That's uh, not, not wild because remember the crypt keeper was kind of like the guy mm-hmm. in the beginning. Yeah. And I can see why people assumed you might see him again because you know when they did the Dungeon of Terror back in the day. He was kind of a main part of that. Yeah. So could they bring him back? Maybe. Uh, it's not a very viable property anymore. Nobody knows who it is. Yeah. Or what if it they is. did it, I think it would have been this year for thirty. Right. And I think Creep Show is probably more likely. Yeah. Is this? It's definitely because it, well, it's obviously relevant. I mean, yeah, it's still Shutter. it's still current. So I mean, it's definitely more of a current property. Stephen King is you know got his hands in a lot of it. Um, Nicotero, one of the other guys that knows Steven pretty well and does a lot of stuff for him. So I think that Creep Show is definitely likely. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm ready to say that it's very likely. Yeah. I, I mean, there was a lot of talks of it this year, right? So I mean, it was popping we up. We saw it on the bit. spec map. We, I know that people have been talking about it. So, yeah, so maybe they had connections, maybe they didn't. For that, I'll go likely. I'm not going to say not likely because 
the you know the fact that they were talking at some point there's obviously some sort of backstory there but do i think it's gonna happen probably not but i'll just put it out likely because i'm just gonna you know i'm, I'm gonna bet on the uh no, why not? i'm gonna bet on the favorite i'm gonna yeah. bet on the over yeah bet <laughs> bet, on, bet, bet on the stud fuck it bet the over all right let's talk about something that's in movie theaters right now oh boy I know where you're going with this one. Oh, man. Halloween Kills. Yeah. Halloween Kills, and by the end of the season last year, or, sorry, the end of the season next year, Halloween, Halloween will end. This is also a universal property, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I don't know, actually. I don't know the answer to that question. Ah, I could be wrong. Um, but either way, I mean, it's Michael Myers. He's almost the king of slashers at horror night events he's also like again very relevant the movies have helped make him relevant um i'm not gonna lie to you i actually think this is a very likely chance that we're gonna see a halloween house again yep um now i say again because all of you have seen it i've never seen a michael myers house so i'd be pumped yep Um, it is distributed through universal all right so it's distributed through universal it's he's an easy character to do there's a lot of hype behind him with the new movies. I know that there's some controversy and some people don't like the movie. I haven't seen it yet, so don't spoil anything. Uh, I am going to see that this weekend, I hope, uh, hopefully. But, um, it is very good. You will probably enjoy it very much. I am sure I will because I have a hankering for some Michael. Yep. Yeah, I think this is going to happen. I don't think it's necessarily going to be a Halloween Kills house, but it's going to be a new Michael, old Lori, like an old Michael, old Lori type yep. house. I, I think it's going to be based around this series. And they've already begun working on Halloween Ends. I think they're almost done with it, so it'll mm-hmm. be prepared for a release next fall. So, yeah, I think that this is definitely a very more than likely type chance that this is going to happen. Yeah, I don't know if it will be called like Halloween Kills or Halloween no, Ends. I, I don't think, think so it'll either. be Halloween, and it yep. will be kind of the first movie. It'll be like Texas was this year, where it was like okay, not really based on one particular movie. Yep. But I think it's going to be, like you just said, I think it's going to be like a mixture of Halloween and Halloween yep. 2018 and Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. And it's that whole, that Michael story because we've basically wiped out everything between Halloween 1 and Halloween 2018. Yeah. I mean, everything in between that is now no longer technically canon. So yep. I think that this house is just going to be a celebration of Michael Myers and a celebration of the movies. Yeah. So yes, I definitely I think, think this is going to happen. I think what would be fun is if they... Because they already obviously have cell pieces somewhere, unless yeah. they kind of threw away and destroyed everything. If you do start from like Halloween seventy eight, like Myers House, yeah, the night Michael kills. So your first facade is like the is early Michael seventy eight house. house. You go through. Mm-hmm. There's a quick kill. It's really only one scene, and then you can jump Michael! to yeah, Michael. And you can jump to him in like the prison. Like imagine walking through a room with characters like tied. Like how they were in the opening of the 2018. Yeah. Like to the ball and chain so they can't yep. move. But some of them are fake. Some of them uh, aren't. And you're on the big checkerboard yeah, floor. Yeah. There's so much you can do. And then like you walk through like a scene where like there's a dead guard. Yep. And the cell is open and like things are destroyed. And you're back yeah, in Haddonfield. And you're back in Haddonfield again. 2018 house. I think this is very likely. I think Halloween. I think you're talking. I think I'm talking myself and you're talking. I me definitely am. I talk myself into <laughs> it for sure. more likely. <laughs> I definitely talked myself into that one. Like that's my, that would be a great entrance. It's too, too. it's too convenient. I think everybody assumed it would be a Halloween kills house this year, or at least a Halloween house that the movie, 
uh, yeah, I just think it's it's too it's too perfect. It's too convenient to not be one. I know that some people are like Michaeled out. They don't want to see another Michael House. I get it. Yeah, well, don't go through it then. But like, well, <laughs> right, exactly. Like, make sure the line's short so I don't have to wait very long. But let's be honest. If they make a Michael House, it's going to be an eighty-minute wait, ninety-minute wait every night. Yep. Like, so stop with this whole like I'm tired of it. No, you will go through it. Obviously, yeah, you will um, figure it out. And I just think with the movies coming out, it just it makes so much more sense to to do it than not to do it. Yeah. Halloween three season the witch. Um, now that we've talked about that for ten minutes, no, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, I would. Lo- I mean, again, my I would love it. I would love it. I mean, that I of, of everything that could happen. That is what I want to happen. And when I saw the spec map before the like, release, whoa, whoa, and I saw whoa. that on there, I was like, oh, God, yeah. like, it might actually happen. But, yeah, no, unfortunately, I, I just don't think I don't think, I I don't don't think it's it going to happen. Like I said before, it's now no longer – I mean, not that it was ever in Michael Cannon to begin with. Yeah. But they're not going to do a Halloween Michael Myers house and then do a Halloween 3 house. No. So we might get it one day down the road because there is such a cult following for the movie. But it might not be this year. But it's not going to be this year. Maybe another event that they do like yeah, 80s I mean, heavy. I, I definitely think, I mean, like I said, I think it could happen. Yeah. And I think it definitely will happen at one point. But I don't think it's, uh, Hollywood's going to get it before we do. Yeah. And I think we kind of thought that was going to happen this year. Um, but I definitely think that if they're going to do it, Hollywood's going to get it, then we'll get it. Yeah. This one has been kicked around a lot of times. And I don't think it's going to happen this year, but I could be wrong. And maybe me just bringing it up and saying that it might not happen is going to make it happen. That's Gremlins. Ooh. Yeah, that's a tough one. I don't... I mean, I haven't looked at... Like, and they've never done Gremlins before. Nope. And I haven't looked at, like, the year it came out, distribution. Um, I haven't seen if it was, like, an anniversary coming up at all. It just kind of popped up because of... I was just looking through different things. I'm like, oh, talking about stuff that was mentioned on previous spec maps. Gremlins was there, kicked around a lot. But I have zero reason to say it would happen. Yeah. So I'll go not likely on Gremlins. I'm going to say not likely too. I'm not saying that it couldn't ever happen one day. But I think it definitely could, but I just I, mean, I have no reason to say yeah, this is the year. I mean, we, we haven't ever gotten a Joe Dante house, right? I mean, there's nothing yeah. that he's done that... Well... No, not that I know of. Um, so for that goofy, kind of scary, kind of funny house, at some point, my guess is that we'll definitely see it. I mean, it's obviously a very popular movie. It's a very, it's a very, fans love that movie. It's very well, very well received, very well liked. It is a Spielberg produced movie. He didn't obviously direct it. John Dante did, but. Spielberg was one of the producers, so there is a level of, I think there is a level of familiarity or connection between Universal and Steven Spielberg movies. Brothers, ET's, ET's got a ride there still. So I mean, and and I think Amblin Entertainment, yeah, Amblin Entertainment helped produce this movie. So Mm -hmm. being Spielberg's, you know, production house. So I don't know. I mean, it's not going to happen this year. I think it's not likely for this year, but. Who knows? I mean, it could. You might surprise me. I mean, it could very well happen. And they haven't really. There isn't really anything else I can think of that fits that Ghostbusters Beetlejuice mold yet. Yeah. So could it happen? Maybe. Yeah, and that's tough too, because like, it seems like that's kind of a thing now. You know that that Ghostbusters, that, that Beetlejuice, yeah. that Killer Clowns. 
it seems like there is always something like that that's very lighthearted mm-hmm. that that kind of like breaks it up and yep you know maybe we haven't got that property yet maybe they pick gremlins so but i'm still gonna go not likely i just don't i don't have a reason other yeah. than that to say this is the year no i hear you for sure last up for me i don't know if you have anything else well, i've got a couple but i want to see what your last one is okay my my last one is kind of the heavy hitter already i mean well not already <laughs> yeah this movie this comes, is the heavy hitter yeah comes out in january oh boy scream five Ooh. are we going to finally get Ooh. ghost face have we not in had their it? own house so i I know I we've talked Ghost, about him. Yeah, Ghostface has appeared, I believe, in like a maybe in California, and I believe in one of like a, like a collab scene, like a collab style house. Mm-hmm. But there's never been strictly a Scream house at okay. Orlando, huh? So could this year be the year that we finally get it? Yeah, I mean, there's a good chance. It comes out in January. I we mean, know it, that the movie is going to be out. We know it's going to be successful. It's iconic. We've, I mean, well, the series is pretty iconic. I think that you're right. Much like the Halloween House, I think it could be kind of like a celebration of the series. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. And Scream it would just be five, called Scream, just Scream, or yep. Ghostface, even. Yeah. Um, and have the house just be kind of dominated by a bunch of Ghostface. Call it Woodsboro or something. Yeah, I mean, right. So yes, I. I think it's less likely than Michael Myers. I think Halloween is still probably more, more likely of a than Scream. I don't know if you'll get more than one slasher-based house because they still get a bunch of IP, uh, um, not IPs, and they get a bunch of you know original original ideas that like they that, gotta yeah. fill out. And I, and let's be honest, I'm sure that the creative team is just ideas upon ideas that they'd love to do. Oh yeah. The question is, is how easy is it to get a hold of that property, and could it be done? And I, I think obviously it could be done. Um, I just don't know if it's as likely as Halloween, especially for the next couple of years. Yeah. Um, for this, I'm just gonna say likely. I'm not gonna say very likely. I'm not gonna say not likely. But I think just because, I mean, anytime they put out a new Scream movie, I'm gonna have to say likely. I think Scream Four came out like ten years ago at this point. Oh God, I don't even know when that happened. Which would have been HHN twenty, which obviously was still a big event then, but I don't think it had the like clamoring that it has today so no, and i think because i mean it's being made for well i don't want to say a new audience but the audiences have changed i mean we were kids when the first one came out so now we're adults and scream 5 is coming out it's a different it's really they're, they're targeting a different audience i mean the younger audience you know has to go back and rewatch even if they haven't already seen it um so i don't know we'll see i'm more likely to put this in the not likely yeah category than you are but which is it's definitely it's a gamble. I mean, you probably really have to talk me into thinking this would happen. Yeah, I, I mean, think January is too soon. To well, f- I think it's been done. So th- I think the movie's oh, already I'm sure finished it, and everything like that. Yeah, yeah no, no, I, and I see that. I just don't know if is it too quick of a turnaround. Like, there's other things they haven't done yet that have come out prior to that <laughs> movie coming out. I think similar to how we talked about with Halloween, if you just do like. You know, the Myers house from 70. You know, like we said, it'd be like a culmination, like how Chainsaw was. You could do stuff from Scream 1, 2, 3, and 4. Yeah. Uh, you, you could do just Scream 1. You know, you, yeah. get, you get Matthew Lillard no, style I character. Yeah. I, 
I think I just kind of want just ghost faced. Honestly, that's just all yeah. I want. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. No, I mean, I, and, I, and I get it. Like he's a he's definitely a popular character. I don't think he's as popular as others. And I, I mean, I, even then, like I'm not even really much of a ghost faced fan. I love the Scream movies, but I love the movies more so for the theme and the meta aspect to it the you know they all know the rules of horror movies and they try to like break the fourth wall in a, in a way with that yeah i like that more than i like the actual character of ghostface i think ghostface is boring as far as like villain um the twist is really cool no spoilers but mm-hmm. the twist the, in the, the movie is really cool uh, the twist every movie in the cool but other than that i just He's not, I mean, yeah, you're going to have a bunch of characters running around in ghost face masks. And that's just not, and I know, oh, Michael's just a dude in a mask. But the Halloween movies are just a lot, there's just more, it's just different. It's just a different yeah. thing. Well, I don't it's know. a classic. It's from, it's from the 70s, right. Screams it's, from it's, the it's 90s. It's also a classic. And not to say the Scream isn't a classic either. I just think it has different. It has cemented itself, but, I mean, it doesn't have the longevity no, as, no. as Halloween. Yeah. But, I don't know, we'll see. I guess for me, the only other two that we haven't really talked about—they're not—they're not IPs, but just houses we got this year. How likely are we to see something along the same lines? All right. So, and it's not Carrie, and it's not Icon, because I think we're, we've already talked about the new Icon. Yeah, because we, we haven't really talked any. We just talked all IPs. Yeah, so like so originals, we, I have no idea. Yeah, and who knows? You really you you can't know with that with originals because yeah. that's what they are—they're original ideas. But a couple of ones that I do think we can talk about is one: Do you think we'll get another? Twisted Fairy Tales house, mm. much like Tooth Fairy. Something like a scary, like the scary tales they've had in the past. Right, like another scary tales or something along those lines. Mm, I'd be interested. I'd be in for it for sure. Yeah, I think everybody would be. Yeah. Um, uh, just more question is like, how likely do you think we'll see that again that quickly? Do you think they'll do another one the very next year? I don't think so. No. I well, and also too because like we've had Tooth Fairy now for two years essentially yeah I guess because you're they right. did open that in a way um, they did open it for the light and they you're opened right. it for this year so I, I if if we're talking like a, some kind of fairy tale style one I would say not likely for HHN okay 31 okay and then where the other you, where do you stand on that I'm I think I'm a little more towards positive like, yeah. I think that it, I think I'm not ready to say that it's oh, definitely going to happen yeah but I do think it was a popular house I think a lot of people dug it and I think that it's not that they have to do like a one similar to it, but just kind of follow the same theme. Because we've seen in years past, they, they've used a lot of Cary, Ohio yep. themed houses. They've done a lot of different things like that. So this could be like, I think we've talked about it ad nauseum, but a lot of the same idea where scary tales could become a like ongoing Repeat. theme. Yeah. Different, different fairy tales, but still that same arch overarching umbrella mm-hmm. of scary tales. Like, what are we talking about this time? You know, Beauty and the Beast, but the Beast is a psycho and he's murdered half the town. Like, or, or you know, you, there's things you can do that I think you might see this again in, in the future. Yep. Um, the other one I was going to ask is Case Files. Do we get another mm, Legendary Truth? Something in the Legendary Truth realm? Or, or along the same lines, but much like how they took like some just you know barely noticed details of the actual theme park and turn it into a story and turn it into a house do they pick another detail from a, from around the park to make it into something from there yeah house? i mean that's tough i mean i don't know i i don't think it's likely um kind of along the lines how you were talking about crypt tv this legendary truth house was the last thing that was 
It was you're right. I'll, I'll, and I'll give you knows, that. And who knows? I mean, who knows if that was like the plan? Maybe that was the plan the whole time, and like the sources just couldn't figure it out. For all we know, legendary truth was being planned the entire time. And and I would I'll I'll also wager to guess that legendary truth has not necessarily the most like the, the house of the year, but I think it's probably the most surprising house. I think a lot of people would agree that that house completely blew oh that's i mean away the expectations were met i mean very obviously very the expectations exceeded. are really low but i mean it, it just it's such a good house it's such a well so thought fun. out house um it's so you know, interesting i'm actually with you i'm more i'm actually not sure we're gonna see something else like it this year but i did think that it was interesting that they took a couple things from the theme park that you never really even notice yeah like unless without unless you were pointed out because i didn't even i I never noticed kitty cat club until it was was there yeah on the uh on the tour i was like like, oh "Oh, there it is wow that that's wow that that is that that's it um so it wouldn't surprise me if they did something along those lines again but i think it's no i don't think it's likely i just wasn't sure what you thought maybe 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 we think something different but I don't think it's likely that we re-see uh, Legendary Tooth this quick. I think that they definitely got the nod mostly because it was th- an event year. Yeah. Um, like an anniversary style event. Yeah. I, I think that was just what helped it a lot. And I, I do believe that it was a later thrown together thing. You know, we talked that it was supposed to be a Billy Eilish style house and then, then it was kind of up in the air. They weren't sure if it was you know, one of three different options and this one was the last one standing. So I don't think that it's that, I don't think we're going to see Legendary Truth again so quick. Maybe at like 35, maybe another anniversary year. Um, it just doesn't seem to be something that comes around all too often. But who knows, maybe they maybe they come up with a new a new thing. Kind of like how they had Wyandotte Estate, like Legendary Truth. It's like a, a small little tagline. Maybe that's something they do continue. Um, you know, I I'll go likely. I'll go right in the middle. Oh, all right. Okay. I'll, I will. I'm not hmm. going to completely shut it down because I think I, I just have so many. Uh, obviously, it's our way too early predictions, but there's so many question marks, obviously, for next year. But, I mean, if they did give me a, a legendary truth style house, I wouldn't be surprised at all. I also am just not anticipating it. I don't. I don't I'm not. Oh, I totally. I'm not waiting I, for I, it. I totally I mean, see where you're coming from, and that's why I'm more on the. I'm. I'm more on the side of not going to happen. Yep. Um, but I'd love to see it happen. I mean, if you want my personal opinion, I would. I think that was such an inventive way to, re, to to imagine something within the theme park itself. So who knows? We'll see what happens. But that's that's. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that that th- those are my thoughts. Yep. I, I, there's so many IPs that we could come up with that I think deserve a house. I think Chucky deserves a house. I think we could do some more Frank we could do some more not Frankenstein, but some more universal monsters. You know, there could be a creature from the Black Lagoon house would be awesome. Yeah, I mean they are doing a um they've had a house in the past, but they they do have a Resident Evil movie coming out. They just That's dropped a trailer true. for they at the that. Yep. New York Comic Con or something like that. Yep. Maybe that's something, who knows? But these were our way too early predictions. Oh yeah, this is silly. But, but I I'm going to be very surprised if one of these is not at the event. Yeah, I feel like we'll be one we'll, of these yeah, has we'll be, to be there. We'll be like one out of one out of ten. If we got one, then I'm fine with it. 
But we'll see. Time will tell. So yeah, I guess we'll have to come back and re-listen. Set this. a notification to remind yeah. myself in like a yeah. year. Watch this in like twelve months or eleven months. Yeah, listen to this episode in August and let me know what's going on. <laughs> we have a very busy month or so ahead of us. Ooh, very buddy. busy. Oh, uh, that and I have a lot of work to do. Yeah, yes. we got work too. But <laughs> next week, if you will join us, we are going to be kicking off the. It's going to be very sad to say, but. We are kicking off the final week of HHN oh. with our awards show. Our first annual Fear and Beer Halloween Horror Nights award show. You may hear a handful of special guests appearing to help announce various winners. A smattering. We are going to go through those with you next week. And hopefully it'll pursue you to hit some of those houses a little bit more time or, or say hello to that character one last time or take that last picture. Or eat that one last pork butt covered candy thing. <laughs> yeah, shove that fat oh. candy shit in your face. Or go get one of those twisted taters. <laughs> oh, God. Well, that is our next week. Our next week is going to be our award show. And then November, we are lining up a slew of special guests. We are not going to announce them yet. I would say don't, don't, don't. They make them sweat a little. But... November, we are going to be talking to a different guest each week, and these guests have all come to the event, so we are going to be talking about just exactly who they are, where you can find them, what they offer. We're going to be talking about their history with HHN. Have they done this before? Is this their first year? And we're going to just talk about their experience at HHN 30, because after the event ends on Halloween, we're just not ready to completely let it go, and we really don't want to think of ideas to talk about. So we're just going to be talking to people about the event. Yeah, we don't like th- we don't like Thanksgiving either. So <laughs> yeah, we can only watch. I mean, we could watch Thanksgiving three because no, there is God, no two. Please don't. There was no two. We, they just did three. Ugh, I know we do have. <laughs> we, we haven't done a we haven't done we haven't a killer, killer reviews views, yeah. in a while, which is good though because now we definitely we're definitely feeling our season versus off season. But we're definitely not going to review Thanksgiving three. Oh come on! Nope. Oh fuck. Okay. Nope. I'll quit. No. <laughs> no. November is going to be strictly those interviews. We got four. Or five lined up right now with a just a smattering, as you yeah. said. So keep a great, keep, great cast. Keep an eye on the on, on the social media. Maybe we'll drop some. You might get some hints. Maybe we'll drop some stuff next week during our award show. Maybe that would be a reward for Ooh. listening to the award show. <laughs> a reward for listening. A to reward the for the award show. Maybe we'll Maybe. leave you. We'll leave you thinking on that one. Well, until next time, this is Nick and this is Seamus. Happy last two haunts of Halloween Horror Nights. And again, I would just like to thank Vampire Stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music. So if you would, just go check him out, Spotify, Facebook. Again, that is Vampire Stepdad.